Hey friends, welcome to Living in His Purpose podcast, where we recognize that in God's purpose, He has the perfect spot for you. If you're a Christian woman and you're feeling overwhelmed and anxious by this rat race way of life, and you're ready to find simplicity God's way, you're in the right spot. By replacing negative mindsets and habits with God's word, we're going to give Holy Spirit permission to come in and help us walk bravely in this upside down world. These are not easy things to face, sweet friend. You're going to have to put on your big girl pants. So pull them up, grab a drink, and let's get going. friends. Hope you had a blessed Christmas day yesterday. And for those of you that are still celebrating, enjoy. Here we are about to enter a new year and people are loading up on how they're going to torture themselves for the first two weeks of January. You know, that habit, that habit that won't last, but at least you tried. And there's always next Monday, next month, next year, etc. What if I could give you some information that would help you better meet your goals? Well, next month, which is January, we're going to kick off a four-week series of habits, on habits. And I can't wait to dive in and show you what I've learned. But what if I told you there could be a magic bullet for how you approach your habit-making and goal-setting for the new year? Did I just make your ears perk up? Well, if I told you this, I'd be lying. There is no magic bullet. There is no one size fits all. We have been conditioned, my dear friends, through sly marketing to think someone has the solution to all of our problems, but they don't. Well, I'm here today to tell you, you do. All the answers are right there in your noggin, within your personality, and as a Christian, within the word of God, and within your mindset. Oh, that blessed word again, mindset. But that's the truth. Only we can control our outcomes by how we make decisions we are faced with. Now, I'm not saying that you can control your circumstances. Sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. But we can control how we deal with those mindsets, how we deal with what's coming in at us. Today, I'm going to share a little information on our personalities. I find this so much fun. You're going to learn something about yourself and you're going to have another tool in your tool belt that's going to help develop your mindset and learn Learn how to give yourself time and grace to learn new things, to succeed in those habits, and to succeed in your goals. But first, let me reflect with you. In the last two years, I've had a little light bulb go off in my head. A thought that I know God put there because I am not an original idea kind of person. But what started to percolate in my soul was this thought. What if I am more than the sum of my past mistakes? What if I can choose how I want to react to things, how to respond to life without being held down by the guilt of my past? There are some of you out there who understand exactly what I'm saying. So this is one of the many thoughts I've had that got me to start consuming information on how others make wise decisions. How can I make wise choices? How do others process what they've gone through to go forward and live a life that they feel that God has for them? All the while, I'm taking this information to the word of God to hold it up against the word because that's what he has to say to me. God says the truth and you can't forget the truth. Okay, so let me get to the point. (laughs) Through learning about how to be a life coach, I've had to do quite a bit of research about our personalities. And I was introduced to a book called The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. And one of the reasons I love this book is because as a professional organizer brain, I like containers. I like things put in boxes. I like things put away. And she has these four sections or these four types of personalities. And the point of her research is to understand how we respond 
respond to expectations, whether inner or outer expectations. And when we understand how we each individually do this, we can take that information, apply it to every situation in our lives, and it's going to open our eyes, which I believe is something God wants us to do. We are to learn about him and ourselves so that we can worship him and live in his purpose more fully. After reading her book, Observing Myself, Observing Other People, I have come to believe that all people can be put into one of these categories. But some of you won't like that one bit, and you'll see why here in a minute. (laughs) So Gretchen has lined out in her book, and I highly recommend you read her book if you're interested in this kind of thing, The Four Tendencies. So what is to follow is going to be a brief synopsis of this personality assessment. So there are two kinds of expectations. We have our inner expectations and our outer expectations and four different ways that people deal with them. So let's get a little more in depth. Outer expectations are what others place on us, like meeting a work deadline. Inner expectations are what we place on ourselves, like keeping a New Year's resolution. And depending on your response to these expectations, you can fall into these four distinct personality types. There are the upholder, the questioner, the obliger, and the rebel. Upholders. Let's start here. They respond readily to both outer and inner expectations. They are your go-getters. They make a list and they keep it. They're the ones that are in the gym in August because they made a resolution in January and they are very reliable. Then you have the questioners. They question all expectations. They meet an expectation only if they believe it's justified. So they respond pretty much only to inner expectation. Then you have your obligers, and they respond readily to outer expectations, but they struggle to meet inner expectations. And then you have the rebel. They resist all expectations, whether outer or inner. (laughs) So I'm going to spend a few minutes talking about each one, and I'm going to give you, in a nutshell, their strengths, their weaknesses, and a couple of tips from a mindset life coach perspective that you can apply to your own situation. So why do I want to talk to you about your personality today? Because as we go into this new year and we're looking at setting goals and working on how to develop good habits, I want this to be a completely new year for you. I want you to understand more of yourself and I want you to be able to set your goals, but you have to do it in a way that you're going to pursue them. Everyone doesn't do the same thing the same way. Everyone's brain works a little differently. And then we have our different personalities to throw in the mix there. So I've linked in the show notes the quiz that Miss Gretchen Rubin puts on her website for people to take to find out which tendency you lean towards and it's really eye-opening I really encourage you to go do it it's fun and then you can assess everybody around you too (laughs) I want to remind you that there is power in knowing your strengths and your weaknesses okay let's dive into each tendency so imagine a compass star you know that thing on the map that tells you where north south east and west are that's kind of how we're going to line these tendencies up so when we look at the top where the north sits this is all going to make sense a little later I promise the north is where we imagine the upholder tendency is at now remember you respond well to outer and inner expectations but here's a synopsis of your strengths you are considered by others to be very reliable you are very intrigued with rules you find it easy to form habits and take satisfaction in sticking to your habits you are a self-starter you're conscientious thorough and reliable you meet inner and outer expectations and they make you feel creative free independent and effective you like to-do lists meeting self-imposed deadlines and following instructions but you have some weaknesses because we all do but first 
let's define that word weakness or kind of look at that word a little bit. This is just the other side of the coin. You have strengths on one side and your weakness on the other. A weakness isn't something that we need to feel bad about. A weakness is something that's going to help you discover your strength. If you take the weakness, examine it, flip it around, you make it a strength. So here's your other side of the coin. You can become impatient with those who struggle to follow through. You find it difficult to delegate. You often resist holding others accountable. Changing your routines, habits, or schedule make you very uncomfortable. Others have let you know that your way seems a bit extreme and you spend time doing things you should be doing even if it isn't productive. It's what you think you should be doing even if it isn't productive. And as a mindset coach, here are three tips for you as you pursue your goals and habits. If you struggle with having a clearer sense of what you're expecting of yourself or whatever you're processing, let's talk about your inner expectations. When you articulate them clearly, it's the key to clarifying them. You kind of have to talk it out. You need to define it well for yourself. Secondly, sticking to your self-imposed rules all of the time may hinder you from reaching your goal. Are there rules that you're holding on to that are only there for the sake of being a rule? What can you let go of? And third, if your habit or goal includes being in spaces that others share, this may require delegating some responsibilities and or tasks to these other people, and that may be problematic for you. But remember, not everyone is comforted or energized by getting things done. Take some time to learn their personality tendency and work within those parameters. And I would encourage you to be a good example, be patient, and be consistent. Let's look at the next tendency. So we're going to the right on our star compass, like we're going to the east. And that's the obliger. As an obliger, you tend to respond well to outer expectations, but not necessarily inner expectations. And here are your strengths. You put others' needs ahead of your own. You excel at meeting your deadlines. You succeed when given accountability with supervision, deadlines, monitoring, and other forms of accountability. You are a good role model. Others count on you. You are willing to go the extra mile. You are flexible when things need to change. You're a good team player and a responsible leader. Okay, let's flip that coin over. When you try to go out on your own, you kind of stall out. You struggle to self-motivate. And when an outer expectation is too heavy, you can suddenly snap and refuse to meet the expectation any longer and you can become resentful. You hate to let people down or have trouble saying no. You find it hard to count on yourself. You feel you have to be self-sacrificing or you might have low self-esteem or lack of motivation and you feel exploited, but you usually don't protest. As your mindset co-chair, this is what I have to say to you as you pursue your goals. First, you might see this whole goal-setting process as impossible to do yourself. You, my friend, are the best candidate for coaching, and the majority of people fit into this group. What you need is an accountability partner, and that's what I would tell you. Reach out. You're not alone. We would develop a list of ideas to help you stay on task, and I highly recommend you read about your tendency, and this is going to open your eyes to a whole new world. Secondly, don't be afraid to set a timer to help get you motivated. Set it for a, a specific amount of time and work against the clock. External accountability is what drives you. And how awesome is that to know? Thirdly, after you finish your project, take a picture and send it to someone. Or feel free to brag on social media. You never know who you could encourage. The next tendency group is to the left side of the compass star, you know, where West would be. This is the questioner. This group resists outer expectations, but meets inner expectations. 
So your strengths are you tend to need to know the why of the matter before you make a consideration. You are a lover of improving the processes so things can run more efficiently. You love to share knowledge. You are internally motivated. And as long as you figured out the why, you like to customize the situation just for you. And even with quote unquote expert advice, you find it necessary to make the decision for yourself. You do a fine job setting and meeting your own expectations. Here's the other side of your coin. Some people view you as argumentative at times. You may more frequently suffer from analysis paralysis. Just like with finding the rationale to do something, you can just as easily find the rationale not to do something. And you don't easily follow expert advice. And at times this may frustrate people. Indecisiveness may or may not be a weakness for you. And you really don't like to be questioned yourself. As your mindset coach, here's what I have to say to you as you pursue your goals. First, find out the why of what you're doing. You have to do this or you're not going to go any further. You will have no production until you do. And this is where coaching comes into play. We help you discover your why. Secondly, if you find yourself in a moment and you can't make a definite decision, just look at the decision as an experiment. If it doesn't work, try something else. And if it does work, move on to the next part. Third, researching a topic is very important to you, but don't let that be how you spend all of your time. Set a parameter for how long you're going to look into a question. For example, I will look at Pinterest for ideas on how to organize my scrapbooking paper for 20 minutes and then I'll make a decision. So I'm hoping you're seeing this and I'm hoping some of you are like having aha moments because I did when I read this. <laughs> and lastly, we have our rebel tendency. This is at the bottom or south point on that compass star and I saved it for last because I think it's my favorite. Maybe because I can relate and also because in my mind they represent freedom and part of me really would like to have more of that. Here are your strengths. You enjoy meeting challenges when you can meet them your own way. You place a high value on authenticity, self-identity, and self-determination. You're able to show others we are freer than we think, and you place a high value on that freedom and ability to make your own choices. You have a great desire to think outside the box, and you break with conventional thinking. You love a good challenge or a good day, and you hate to feel trapped, constrained, or exploited. Here's the other side of your coin. You don't like to be told what to do, not even by yourself. You resist all expectations, inner and outer, even if it's the best option for you. You don't mind breaking the rules. The harder you're pushed by others, the greater you push back. You resist doing repetitive tasks and planning. You struggle to tell yourself what to do. At times, you're seen as uncooperative or inconsiderate. As your mindset coach, here's what I have to say to you as you pursue your goals. First, this process is not a list of to-dos or a must-do program that you're completely free to make any choice you want. And I would be here to give you as many options as we could come up with. Secondly, if you're having trouble getting started, what do you think about taking five minutes and thinking about how you are identifying through this process? For example, some people could have this viewpoint, I'm going to set this goal and start this habit because I really don't like all of the chaos around me or in my time management skills. But the bottom line is, if you're just not feeling it today, it's totally okay to see what tomorrow brings. Thirdly, one of the beauties of habits and goals is that you can do it your own way and in your own style. There are no rules here. You're free to use this time to show your family and friends your unique style. So share your ideas. So this is, in a nutshell, 
Upholders want to know what should be done. Questioners want justifications. Obligers need accountability. Rebels want freedom to do something their own way. The values in each group look something like this. Upholders value self-command and performance. Questioners value justification and purpose. Obligers value teamwork and duty. Rebels value freedom and self-identity. So to help yourself change your habits or your behavior, you should look at what you need to succeed, whether it's clarity, more information, outer accountability, or more choices. What category do you fit into? We may see ourselves in all of these tendencies, but one will absolutely dominate the way that you deal with expectations. But to give you more personalization, here's one last part of these tendencies. We can vacillate between two or three of the tendencies, and this is our compass star. Remember, the north is the upholder, east is obliger, west is questioner, south is rebel. So if you're at the north, sometimes as an upholder, you can lean into the questioner over to the west, or you can lean over to the obliger side. You may not always be in one camp, depending on what's in front of you. Sometimes you lean into one or the other. But an upholder is more than likely not ever going to be a rebel. They're like polar opposites, north from the south. When you're over to the right with the obliger, sometimes you lean up into the upholder. Sometimes you lean down into the rebel. And then as a rebel, you can lean into the obliger or into the questioner. As a questioner, you can lean down into the rebel or up into the upholder. When I learned that, my eyes were really open because I don't like to be put in a box. (laughs) But I struggle with inner expectations. So I'm thinking, well, I'm a rebel because I don't do well with that. But if someone asks me to do something, I feel obliged to do it. I'll, I'll do what they ask me to do. And looking into it more thoroughly, I really am an obliger. Um, I do better with outer expectations. So I some expectations are okay. I do like accountability, but sometimes I lean into that rebel camp probably more than I like to admit, but there's some freedom there too. A lot of times I just don't want to do things. I don't want to have that accountability partner. Sometimes I don't think that's best for me because I don't want to be responsible to someone else. That's just my personal takeaway from there. (laughs) So as we wrap this up, let me share a quote from Gretchen's book. The happiest and most successful people are those who have figured out ways to exploit their tendency to their benefit and just as important found ways to counterbalance its limitations. For all of us, it's possible to take the steps to create the life we want, but we must do it in a way that's right for us. We all must grapple with the consequences of our tendency, with its strengths, its weaknesses, its foibles, and its frustrations. When we understand our tendency, we're better able to grasp how and why and when to pay and how to build the life we want. So I hope this information has helped you. It's a very brief skim of the whole concept, but it may be a new idea for some, and It can be liberating to recognize that there are different ways to view expectations, different ways that you can work with that, and learning how other people deal with expectations can make your life a little bit easier. I hope you've had fun with this, and I'm going to put a link to Gretchen's book down in the show notes, and I hope you join me for the month of January as we dive into all the complexities of habit building and goal setting in a fun way. We're going to make it fun. 
So we can set up our year the way that we want it to be. I'm here to encourage you. This is the year. This is the year you're going to take control of those habits. You're going to set those goals. You're going to learn some things and you're going to learn how to do it well. You're going to learn how to fulfill the goals that you set and develop those habits that you want to develop. They're going to work. And the reason I know that is because you're awesome people. So as you're setting your goals and you're thinking about what you want to do, and I know there are some people who aren't going to do this because you don't do new year's resolutions and that's okay too because sometimes i'm in that camp i get it this year we'll just say it that way this year i think it's a good time of year to have a clean slate because the rest of the world is doing the same thing kind of sounds like a good idea but there are days where you know what it's march 15th it's a good time just to start over and that's okay too If it doesn't work for you in January, put it off till it does make sense to you and it feels right. And this is a huge mind shift for some people. We don't have to do things the way that everyone else does. We can do it our own way and that's completely okay. And I believe that when you do things your way, the way that works with your personality and works with your brain and the way that you see the world and the way that you view your expectations, whether inner or outer, you're going to succeed because you're going to go with the flow, not against the flow. And I would encourage those of you that are setting goals and habits to start this year, Look into the why of it. Why are you setting these goals? Maybe review how others are being successful for ideas to inspire you. So even though we can put ourselves into one of these four groups, this doesn't limit us. It doesn't say, well, I'm a rebel. I'll never get anything done. That's not how it works. What you can do is take the knowledge that you resist expectations and find creative ways to get things done. There's still a way to talk to that rebel. Isn't it wonderful how God made us all unique, but yet with enough similarities that we can help each other discover their strengths and weaknesses to become more of who he would have us be? How awesome is he? If you've listened to all of this and you're thinking maybe it would be good to have a life coach, maybe you've got some things on your plate that it would be helpful to have a space where you can work through that, I would love the opportunity to work with you. I will include my contact information in the show notes and If you're hesitant, that's okay too. Keep listening, get encouraged, and get what you can. I will see you all next year. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here with me, and I'm hoping that you received a word. Let me close with a passage of scripture. Rejoice in your confident hope, be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. By doing this, sweet friend, you're going to find that you can take those thoughts captive and change that mindset and be anxious for nothing. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time.